Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. On this episode of the Ambitious Podcast, I'm going to go into part two on how to exit the matrix. So if you have not gone back to listen to the first episode on how to exit the matrix, go back there, listen to that shit. It's full of nuggets. Um, it's all about how social media is not social and it's part of the matrix construct. And I love social media for so many different reasons, but lately it's just been really dark and very fake. And anything that's dark and fake is three-dimensional. Anything that's three-dimensional is in the matrix. I don't want to live there. I want to live in fifth-dimensional reality, Christ consciousness, and every day have joy in my life and be surrounded by real people who actually give a fuck, not only about me, but more importantly, about themselves. You know, you can really fuck up your life by hanging out with a bunch of people who just are not on your wavelength. And, you know, this is a reminder also that not everyone is for you. And my good friend Dawn Priest was telling me the other day, you know, she reminded me of this, and I've heard this a million times, but when she said it, I was like, ah, you know, she said, you know, people come into your life for a reason or a season or a lifetime. And it's so true. You know, everyone, if we just look at every person in our life as a lesson, it's going to change the game. It really is going to change the game and you're going to feel joy and you're going to feel your core desired feelings and you're going to feel empowered and you're going to feel happy. Give me some of that, y'all. Give me some of that. Okay, so exiting the matrix part two. What is today's episode really going to get into the nitty gritty about? I'm going to tell you. And the exiting the matrix, I feel like is going to go on for a while because I feel this deep, deep, deep primordial pull as part of my reason why I'm here on earth is to help, like I always say, it's to help awaken women and men from all over the world to realize that they have everything inside of them to experience heaven on earth. And we're so busy. We're so busy looking outside of ourselves for all the answers and you don't need to do that. You know, like Joseph Campbell once said, the cave in which we most fear to enter holds our greatest treasure. He didn't say that the Ritz Carlton inside of us or the four seasons inside of us holds our greatest treasure. He said the cave, okay? This is not a five-star experience. The cave is dark and it's dirty and there's bugs and there's creepy crawlies and it's wet and it's moist and scary as fuck. But I promise you, that when you decide, you make that decision, that you have to work on your shit truly, madly, deeply, then everything changes. Your whole world changes, okay? So today, we're going to talk about exiting the matrix by protecting your energy 
and protecting your time. But before we start, I want to remind you guys, we have some amazing stuff coming down the pipeline at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club. We have started doing very small, socially distanced events at my center at 1 Wynn Avenue in Hudson, New Hampshire. We are also uh, offering these small events to also be virtual for the people that do not feel comfortable yet gathering or you know, might have some pre-existing conditions. So get on over to kbmfc.com, check out all the events coming up, and we're also starting our 12-week book club. It's so cool, um, our 12-week book club. We started it last week. It's You can still get into it because every video that we do is our, all pre-recorded and we just send the videos out to you, so you're not going to miss a thing. But what I decided to do when you know COVID happened, and, and I tell the story a lot, when COVID happened, I was going on like a worldwide book tour. I had just signed a massive, massive deal with one of the biggest speaking agencies in the world, and COVID happened and everything got kiboshed. And I was like, how do I get my book in the hands of people all over the world without being able to do it the way that like, you know, old school, like the way that we were taught as authors or people writing books or whatever, like you write a book and then you go on a book tour. And what I decided to do is do what we call the bitch box. And the bitch box is so amazing. It comes with a first edition, hardcover, ambitious book. And I write a very personal note to everyone that buys a, a book in the bitch box. You're going to get all like really cool updated swag. Um, I have these amazing mugs, the water hydro flasks. I have sage. I have my favorite um, incense. We have a a beautiful bag of protection crystals, and we're going to be doing um, crystal gridding with Metatron's cube. So we're going to be doing all this stuff. Plus, I give you also a 12-week book club with yours truly. So every week I get on, we get on Zoom, we we Zoom with people from all over the world. I have special guests. We have Candice Marino coming on. We have Maureen Hancock, the famous psychic medium. We have good friends of mine, Lorna Sleeper Brunel and Jen Vaughn, who are both best-selling authors. We have Victoria Duke, owner of Victoria Duke Beauty, coming on to teach us makeup tips. I mean, there is going to be like some really cool stuff. We did a 12-week book club um, starting in September, and it was amazing, but I just did it myself. And I was like, you know, how can I bring more ambitious women who are just like powerful ass bitches from all over the world to inspire the ladies who bought um, their bitch boxes? And this is what I'm doing. It's $200. You get the most gorgeous box with all kinds of goodies, and you get the 12-week book club. So head on over uh, to kbmfc.com. Just go head in and open up Ambitious Book, and you can click right on it and get it. And also, I don't know if you all know this, uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're an OG, an original gangster, or an OB, original bitch, um, you guys know that I have pretty much gone off of almost all social media. I still have Instagram. Um, that might go bye-bye next. Um, I'm slowly starting to cut it out. I mean, I've been on Facebook's God, since 2007. I downloaded all of my Facebook files last week from Facebook, and it took like hours. There was like 17 zip files full of stuff, and I was just like, holy shit. So we're like slowly moving away from social media, which has been so liberating for me, so liberating. But Kim Fox and I, my online business manager and soul sister, we came up with this amazing idea to get our own ambitious app so you can also 
get on the Ambitious app by going to kbmc.com and then scrolling down on the little hamburger, the little drop down, and it will say join the community. And you just have to put your name and your email address and you will get an invite to our app. And let me tell you, the conversations over there are so high vibe. There's no fakeness. There's no phoniness. There's no bullshit. No one's trying to sell you stuff. Well, I'm always trying to sell you stuff, but I'm ambitious. Like, you know, it is my app. I can do what the fuck I want. But um, I'm selling you good stuff like events and incredible experiences. I'm not selling you nipple tassels and dildos like everybody else is on Facebook. Um, so get on over to kbmc.com and check out all the things that are coming down the pretty pink pipeline. All right. How to exit the matrix part two, protecting your time and your energy. So there's this old quote. I don't know who said it. I looked and looked and looked and I couldn't find the person who said it, but I'm not quoting. This is my own. I don't know who said it. Um, maybe it was Michael Jackson, who the fuck knows, but the person that quoted this said, be selective with who you invest your time. Wasted time is worse than wasted money. Okay. So there obviously are many layers to exiting the matrix and every week we're going to hit like a different layer and peel a different layer of the onion back. And my, my true desire here in teaching this is once you get to the nub, the innermost sanctum of the onion that you've peeled energetically and spiritually and emotionally, that you are going to be pretty much free from the matrix. It's going to take time. I am such like, I want things to happen yesterday. Like that's just who I am. And I know a lot of you out there in a bitches land are the same exact way. That's not how this works, folks. It just doesn't work like this. You have to do the work. You have to do the shadow work. You have to do the inner child healing. You have to do the multidimensional healing. You have to do all these things. And one of the things is, is letting go of things that no longer serve you. Okay. So every week, like I said, I'm going to be peeling this onion back a little bit. Don't get overwhelmed. Just do a little bit at a time. Like my husband always says, chunk it down. I don't know what that means, but that's what he always says when I get overwhelmed. I'm like, I have so much to do. And he's like, just do one thing at a time. Just chunk it down. So my goal in life, my true goal is to always be living in higher dimensions of consciousness. I want desire to live in the fifth dimensional reality. That's Christ consciousness. So for all of you people out there that are like, this is woo woo and this goes against insert religion here, whatever. It's not. I'm a Catholic. I believe in God. I believe in a higher power, but I also do not discriminate on other people's religions. I have studied Islam. I have studied Buddhism. I have studied, I mean, I could name like 50 different religions that I've delved really deep into studying. Wicca, Kabbalah. I mean, you name it. And pretty much... Every freaking religion says the same shit. To let go of the things that no longer serve you, to let go of the things that are weighing you down, and the more you let go that's weighing you down, the higher that you rise. And some people who are Buddhist, you know, they they want to be you know bodhisattva like. They want to be, you know, like Buddha. Some people they want to turn their bodies into light bodies and just disintegrate into a rainbow. I'm serious. This is like real shit. Do your work. Read a book. Um, some people want to be like Jesus and they want to, you know, rise again. Okay. Whatever you desire in life, you can have it, but it's going to take work. And the work truly is letting go of the things that no longer serve your highest, greatest good. And two of the things that I believe, other than 
escaping the matrix through leaving social media and actually having real relationships, not fake fucking relationships, but having real relationships, actually talking to someone, getting on the phone with someone, seeing someone in real life, like asking them their fears and their desires and like getting to know them on a soul level, not just like, oh my God, like who makes the that shirt? Love your Louis Vuitton bag. Yes. Like that's not real life. It's not. Okay. But one of the biggest aspects of really escaping the matrix is protecting your time and protecting your energy. And I'm going to teach you guys how. Now, obviously, if you are OBs, original bitches to the ambitious movement, you guys have heard a lot of this already. But I'm going to go a little bit deeper and I'm going to remind you and I'm going to bring you back to remembering the things that I said because, you know, we lose it sometimes. We get you know, wrapped up with our everyday lives and we forget like, oh, I should be cloaking. Oh, I can use crystals. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. And and people like email me all the time. They're just like, my life is fucking shit. I don't understand it. I'm just so wrapped up in politics and I'm just so distracted and I just can't stop scrolling on Facebook and I don't know why my life is sucks. I'm like, ah, I'll tell you why your life fucking sucks because you're living in a fucking three-dimensional reality. And in the third dimensional reality is where the shitty energy resides. It's the fakeness. It's the phoniness. It's the not good enough feeling. It's the I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not smart enough. It's scrolling through social media and looking at everyone's fucking highlight reels and being like, well, why doesn't my house look like that? Why don't I have a Maserati? Why don't? Why doesn't my husband have a six-pack abs? Why don't, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. But it's fake, guys. It's not fucking real. Okay, so two of the things that you can do to really, you know, go to this Atman, this this higher dimension of consciousness, this Christ consciousness, this fifth dimensional reality is truly protecting your time and protecting your energy. So like I said, if you feel like shit, that is a red flag to remind you to wake you the fuck up to say, hey, girlfriend, you're living in the three-dimensional consciousness. Why are you not living in 5D? There's unicorns and rainbows and like like never-ending calorie-less margaritas. Top shelf, honey, okay? So that's a good red flag. It's a good reminder. So anytime you're feeling like crap, you have to say to yourself, okay, what am I doing in my life that's making me feel this way? And another thing is too is you got to remind yourself like no one's coming to save you, bitch. No one's coming to save you. Like, I will show up here every week. I will write. I will podcast. I will post. I will have apps. I will do events. I'll do all this stuff to remind you. But at the end of the day, I don't live inside of your asshole. I don't wear your ass as my hat. So that being said, you are alone in this journey. And I'm not saying that to make you feel like shit. I'm not saying that to make you feel sad or lonely. I'm saying that this is the damn truth. You come in this world alone and you will go out of this world alone. That being said, you have to also understand that you are the crusader of your life. And if your life sucks, it's because you're doing things that suck. When your life is beautiful and fifth dimensional and joyful and you're feeling all your core desired feelings, you know that you're doing the right thing. Before I start also, I want to also say this because I don't think a lot of people know this, okay? There's two types of time. There's there's Kairos and there's Kronos, okay? Now, Kairos is, we don't, in the Western world, we don't understand Kairos. We only understand Kronos. So what Kronos is, is like, 
you know, 12 o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. It is like, there's never enough time. I'm always late. I'm trying to fit 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag every day. And then at the end of the day, you're just like, what the actual, I don't know if anyone feels like this too, but this is how I feel sometimes when I'm living in Kronos time. Like at the end of the day, I'll lay my head on the pillow and I'll be like, what the actual fuck was that? Like, what the hell? Like, I just feel like I spun around in a room screaming fuck. I got nothing accomplished. I feel like a loser. Um, I feel like I did so much today, but I did like literally nothing. That's Kronos time. It's chronological or sequential time, okay? And Kronos time and sequential time and chronological time is the three-dimensional reality. It is low vibrational. But the Greeks, the ancient Greeks, talk about this thing called kairos, spelled K-A-I-R-O-S. And it means the right, critical, or opportune moment. So kairos has like a qualitative and and a permanent nature. Like it reminds you that you are an eternal light being, that you are not your physical meat puppet. You are a, an omnipotent, omnipresent soul that will never be destroyed, no matter how many lifetimes you live, how many times you're reincarnated, whatever, okay? So if we're choosing to live in Kairos time, that's fifth dimensional reality. That's Christ consciousness. That sounds good to me. So, you know, I'm not going to go too far into this. I don't want to be so crazy and like be nerdy. But, you know, do your due diligence and like educate yourself on these different time constructs because they have different energies, they have different dimensions, like it's very interesting to me. And every time that I get wrapped up in the old hypnotic rhythm and I allow myself to spiral out of control into that chronos time, I never feel good. But when I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to do what I need to do and I am going to take my time and I'm going to smell the roses and I am going to like give myself grace and live in that Kairos time. I never feel unhappy. I never feel rushed. I never feel overwhelmed. Okay. So here are my top five ways on how to escape and exit the matrix for good by protecting both your time and your energy. And both are precious. Okay. Both are extremely extremely precious. Okay. So the first one is say no, say no often and mean it. And also if you go back to episode 18 of the ambitious podcast, like I'm talking like eons ago and you dive deep into that, I also say that no is a complete sentence. So we have been brought up and I know that this is how I was raised and it's no fault of my parents. It's no fault of my caregivers. Like this is just how they were raised and it just gets passed down from generation to generation to generation. But I was always taught like just to be of service of people and to never say no and to always be helpful and to always give and give and give and give and give. But I have been studying most high performance people who are living in the fifth dimensional reality in that Christ consciousness and they say no and they say no often. And in the saying no, they create this space in their lives to do the big work. If all day long your life is just uh, a bunch of sequential time illusions that you're just like 
time to make the donuts, time to make the donuts, time to make the donuts. Okay, now I have to, I have to, I have to get the kids up, I have to do this, then I have to do that, then I have to do this, and then I have to do that, and I have to do this, and I have to do that. And then like at the end of the day, you just like go to sleep and you wake up and it's Groundhog Day all over again. And then one day you're 90 years old and that's the last time you put on your fucking jeggings. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. And your whole life was just saying yes and yes and yes and whoring yourself out to all these people's wants and whims. And there's literally no reciprocation of anything. The people just start to use you because you just allow yourself to be sucked dry by all these parasites and all these energy vampires. And then you're like, why does my life feel like shit? Well, I'll tell you why. Because you're just saying yes and yes and yes and yes, and you're never saying no. And when you're saying yes all the time, you're mostly saying yes to other people. You're never saying yes to yourself because there is no time to say yes to yourself. And then you wonder why you don't feel great. And that is why. So start practicing saying no, even if it's like so uncomfortable to you. Believe me, like there's so many things that people ask me. People ask me all the time to be on their podcast, to do events for them, to do all this stuff. And I'm just like, I can't. And like, I know that like people get disappointed. I know that they're probably like, oh, she's a bitch. But I'm like, but isn't this the ambitious podcast? This is not like bang me in the ass with no lube podcast. This is the ambitious podcast. This is about being the head bitch in charge or the head bitch in control of your life. So if you're saying yes to everybody and there's no time at the end of the day to like take a bath, read a book, have a glass of wine, like do your meditation, like work out, like, you know, shave your pits, then that is a problem and that is a red flag. So go back to episode 18, listen to no as a complete sentence and start truly practicing saying no more than saying yes and watch your whole entire life turn around. And when you start having more Kairos time because you've said no to more things than yes, your whole energy of your life changes. And all of a sudden you find yourself not living in the three-dimensional reality anymore. You find yourself living in the fifth dimension. And that's where all the cool shit happens. The next thing is cloaking and using crystals. I talk about this extensively, extensively in my book. Um, You can also go on my website and you can go to Ambitious Book. And if you scroll down right under the bitch box by little uh, click, right underneath it says, um, it says, if you want to download the supplementals, here they are from the Ambitious Book. It's it's totally free. It's like 40 pages. There's so much information there about crystals and cloaking and all these different things. Um, So head on over to kbmsc.com. Click on that little pink button under Ambitious Book and download your PDF and print it out and start really diving deep in all the different things that, you know, you, you we do for cloaking and crystals. But I want to just, you know, give you a couple different ideas today. So I want to also, before I get into this, I want to also say this. So many people are like, oh my God, I forgot my crystals at home. Like, I, you know, this is, I'm so upset. And I'm like, listen. Like I said, when we first started the podcast, you have everything in you right now, naked as the day you were born. You don't need crystals. You don't need fucking necklaces. You don't need, you know, garlic around your neck. You don't need any of these things. These are all just like little fun reminders and little like um, anchors, I call them. Like my husband, for example, he has a um, rhodochrosite crystal in his pocket. He carries it every day along with a shell. And these two things are his anchors. 
And every time he's feeling sad or upset or overwhelmed or anxious, he always holds those two things in his hands and it reminds him of like why he's doing the things he's doing. He's doing it because he loves his family unconditionally and, you know, he wants to be the best man possible that he can be, okay? I put crystals in my bra. I have crystals in my purse. That doesn't mean if I forgot my bra at home, which would be a travesty because my tits would be literally hanging down in my kneecaps, or if I got forgot my purse at home, did meant that I didn't wasn't protected. That's not true. Like, we are sovereign. We can protect ourselves just with our thoughts and our words and our deeds. We don't need crystals. Like I said, we don't need all this weird shit. We just if you want to, it's just fun. Stop like putting all your power into the crystals and putting all your power into like the esoteric things like the sage and the Palo Santo and all these things. They're just little extra fun things, right? They are not your power. Your power is within you. Okay. So by using techniques like cloaking, and we're going to get into this in a second, and using techniques like having crystals and, you know, charging crystals and giving crystals certain jobs and all these different things, it's just little fun rituals and practices that you just put into your everyday life. It's not going to, it's not going to be like, there's not going to be a day where you don't do it and you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to die. Like, it's not true. So if you think like that, like scrub that out of your brain right now, because it's not true. But if you do decide to use the force of cloaking and crystals and different things like that, um, it's fun. It's great. So if you've read my book, this is probably like, you know, you've already heard it, but, um, and I have talked about this on other podcasts, but if you cloak every day and I do every day, especially, especially when I go out of the house, because, you know, my home, I make it such a sanctuary. It's so high vibe. Ask anyone that's been in my house. Like it's like the, the, the vibes are like, whoa. Okay. Like people come here, they don't want to leave. Cause they're just like, I just feel so good here. So I don't really cloak myself when I'm home, like with my husband or whatever. But if I'm doing a podcast and I'm on someone's podcast or I'm, I'm doing a zoom with someone or I'm doing a call with someone, I 100% cloak myself because I know that like, I know that energy is omnipotent and omnipresent and there's more than enough. There's, it's never ending. But I know that like my little vessel that I call my human body only has so much energy a day and it needs to be replenished. So if I am like using all my energy stores by like noon because I'm on the call, I'm on calls with clients or I'm doing, you know, um, multidimensional healing sessions with them or I'm doing past life regressions with them or I'm doing soul retrievals with them or I'm doing inner child things with them. Like I know that a lot of heavy shit's going to come up and I don't want to absorb that because I am an empath. I feel things so deeply. Like if someone's sad, I like feel the same sadness and it's not healthy for me. So what I do every day is I cloak. What is cloaking? It's just, if it's just a practice that you would use in your mind's eye. So think about this right now. You wake up in the morning, you get ready for work, you're going to leave the house. Before you leave the house, before you get in your car, all I want you to do is just close your eyes and in your mind's eye, see yourself like stock, bollocky, bare ass naked. And then see yourself in your mind's eye putting on this beautiful, ancient, like a druid or like a Game of Thrones, like cloak, like a Franciscan monk would wear. Okay. And it could be any color of the rainbow. Mine is like a deep eggplant, like an aubergine. And I have like cool shoulder pads with like funky crystals on it. You can do whatever color you can, you can adorn it however you want. But that cloak is an energetic block. It's like a wall. 
So people's shit energy or even like any kind of energy, I don't want anybody's outside energy infecting my energy or manipulating my energy. And before I started doing cloaking years ago, I would, like I would go to a party and like talk to a bunch of people and like every way that they felt, I would feel that way. And I was like, I would leave the party and I would like be like sick, like energetically sick. I would feel so drained, so depressed. I'm like, why do I even go to these things? Like, this isn't good. Like, I don't understand it. And then I started cloaking and it changed my life. So you put on your cloak in your mind's eye and then all of a sudden you just like retract your hands up from the cloak, retract your feet and then take the front of the cloak and put it over your face. So you literally just look like this floating ghost cloak, okay? And I want you to say something like, you know, witchy and, and fifth dimensional. Like what I say is with this cloak, I protect myself. No one or no thing's energy can infiltrate this cloak unless I allow it in Jesus' name, and so it is, okay? You don't have to follow that. You don't have to say those things, but you you can come up with your own shtick, right? Your own little spiel. And that's what I do every day. And when I come home at night, I take off my cloak as if I'm taking off my coat and putting it in the closet. Same exact thing. And I say the same thing in my mind's eye, like, thank you, cloak, for protecting me today. Your job is done. I am gonna hang you up. I'll see you tomorrow. That's it. I know, it's that easy. Don't believe me. You're like driving your car right now. You're like on the treadmill. You're like, this bitch is crazy. Try it. Don't knock it till you try it. Try it for a couple of days and see how you feel. I'm telling you, I promise you the energy will change. The second thing is crystals. Like I said, when you download that PDF, you're going to get a whole bunch of different, my favorite crystals. If you got your bitch box, you know, you got a beautiful uh, velvet bag full of all your protection crystals. It's got black tourmaline. It's got pyrite. It has selenite. It has quartz crystal. It has um, amethyst. Gorgeous, right? I love all those things for protection. Um, I love labradorite. It helps with energy leaks. I love um, lapis lazuli. I love all these different crystals and they all have like these different properties and they all have these different jobs. And all you do is like, if you put a crystal, like say in your purse or your bra or your pocket, just say to the crystal, please protect me today and help me maintain my high vibrational frequency. Thank you. Like it's your friend, but don't forget to clean your crystals. There's also a whole thing about cleaning your crystals in that PDF. Um, When you clean your crystals, you can do it under the full moon. Certain crystals you can do with clean with moon water, not all of them because some of them will disintegrate like selenite will just like just disintegrate like salt if you put water on it. Um, you can put it in the sunlight. You can Palo Santo it. You can do all kinds of things to it, okay? But you want to make sure that you're always charging and cleaning your crystals because, you know, they feel energy too. So if you, like I had a friend the other day, she was like, oh my God, my black tourmaline just exploded in my bra. And I was like, when was the last time you, you know, put it in the moonlight or... Um, cleaned it. And she was like, I don't remember. And I'm like, well, it can only handle so much negative energy and it's going to like explode. And she's like, holy shit, I didn't even think about that. And ever since then, she started on the full moon, putting all her crystals out and charging them and cleaning them. And she's like, it's totally changed the game. So using cloaking and using crystals really help you protect your time um, and more importantly, your energy on this one. The third one is always setting your intentions before you do anything. Okay. So a lot of people, what they do is they get up in the morning and they just like go about their day and they set no intentions of how they desire their day to feel, how they, how they desire to feel, how they want, like what they want to do and why. And, 
It's And then they just are like, well, what the hell is that? Like, right? They feel like they've been butt raped all day. Not okay. Remember, you are the HBIC of your magical life. If you know that your thoughts, your words, and your deeds create your reality, why are you not setting your intentions every day? So I'll give you an example. Let's just say my husband and I go out to dinner, which we rarely do now, but every so often we do. We will stand together before we leave the house. We will hold hands. We will close our eyes and one of us will speak a prayer or both of us will speak an intentional prayer over each other. So like Matt will say, God, please protect my wife and I. And as we, you know, as we venture out into the world, um, help us just feel nothing but high vibrational frequency. Let everyone that we come in contact be kind and generous. Let the people who serve us at the restaurant tonight um, go above and beyond and go out of their way to make our experience amazing. In Jesus' name, amen. And so it is. And I will say the same things just depending on what we're doing. It's the same thing when I, like I have podcast interviews today on other people's podcasts. Every time that I go on another podcast, I'll take a couple minutes and I'll just talk to God and I'll say, God, let me help as many people as I can today. Let me, let my voice be heard on this podcast. You know, let this, let this message reach as many people and help them awaken as it can. In Jesus' name, amen. And so it is. Whatever. You can do it for anything. You can do it before you go into a parent-teacher conference. You can do it before a Zoom. You can do it before a, a lunch date with a friend. It doesn't matter. But you have to understand that you are the creatress of your reality. If you aren't experiencing the reality the way you desire it to be experienced, it's no one's fault but your own. So setting intentions before everything that you do is so freaking important. Number four, make some energetic rules with your loved ones and with yourself and stick to them. Like my Nana Pearl would always say, and I think that maybe this was like Alexander Hamilton might have said this to Burr, like, I don't know, maybe I'm lying. Maybe I saw it in the Hamilton play. I don't remember. But she always used to say this when I was a little girl. And she would always say, if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. And I was like, what does she mean by that? And as I get older, I start to realize like how truthful and honest this is. If you don't have rules for your life, uh, people aren't going to care. If you have no fierce boundaries for your time and your energy, people are not going to care. People are inherently selfish. I mean, I believe that people are inherently good, but I feel like we're all, including myself, we can be fucking selfish, right? We want what we want when we want it from who we want it from, period. So if you have like these energetic rules and these time rules, right? Like my husband and I, like I will get wrapped up in conversation at like different things that we go to. And then all of a sudden it's like one in the morning and we're like closing down a restaurant and the people are like giving us like the stink eye, like get the fuck out of here so we can clean up. And so now what we do is like, okay, this dinner is going to be no longer than two and a half hours. And if it keeps running over, we're just going to say to the people, hey, we got to go let our dog out of the crate, which is actually very true because we always put Pearl in her little crate when we go out. So that is an that is an energetic rule, right? It's like Matt and I will say, okay, three hours tops on this party or two and a half hours tops on this dinner or let's let's do this, let's not waste time, let's get in and let's get out so we can go do other things or whatever. And we make those rules. It's the same thing with like different things. Like I talk about this extensively in my book. I talk about this on the podcast. Like, like you guys know, like I loathe, I loathe the holidays, right? I don't like Christmas. And it's not that I don't love Jesus. I don't like commercialized bullshit. I just don't like it. I hate it. Like Valentine's Day, suck my dick. Christmas, please. Like even the 4th of July, I'm like, what is happening here? Like, what are we doing? 
Is this just to eat a hot dog? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I'm just not into it. Like, so around Christmas time, um, like people will say like, oh my God, I'm having an ugly sweater party. I'm like, nope. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't do Christmas. They just know. They just know I don't do it. Cause like for me, Christmas is a time of winter solstice. It's a time to like let the whole year and all of its experiences integrate into my soul. It's a time for like deep rest and to go in and hibernate just like animals and like, like get yourself repaired for the new year to come, you know? And what people do is like from Halloween to to the first of the year to New Year's Day, everyone's like drunk and fat and poisoned and sick. And it's like, you know, I don't want to feel like that. So that's like just a rule, right? Or like, you know, I don't really love to go to weddings. And I've been to so many freaking weddings and I'm just like, this is such a waste of my time. I'm sick of eating dry chicken, like enough. And I have girlfriends of mine that are like, I know that you don't go to weddings, but I want to invite you anyways, just to know that we would love to have you there, but I know you're not going to come. And I'm still going to send you a freaking gift, girlfriend. Like I'm not a trash bag, but I'm not going to waste like three days of my life going to your wedding, being hungover, um, having to make frivolous small talk with people that I don't even know. Like this is not, I know that you guys are like, wow, you're so mean. I'm not. I just know what I, I know who I am inherently and on a soul, like energetic level. And I just, I'm sick of trying to be someone I'm not. And I've lived so much of my life on this earth being someone that I'm not, and I don't want to do it anymore. So have your energetic rules and stick to them. And last but not least, the fifth way to escape the matrix by protecting your time and your energy is just take an inventory of everything that makes you feel like shit and then do everything in your power to get rid of that thing or those things, right? And I know that this is like, really, Katie, this is just way too simple to be like meaningful at all. But I'm telling you, it's it's not. It's almost like, you know how I talk about all the time, like, is it a hell's yes or a hell's no? Like everything that you do, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about taking a dump and like making your kid a bottle or like scrambled eggs in the morning. I'm talking about like the big things. Like when someone says to you like, oh, like, do you want to go on vacation with me? And you like, of course you're like, yeah, I'd love a fucking vacation. But you have to sit and say to yourself, okay, is this vacation with this person a hell's yes? Like, do I feel like so fucking over the top, so excited, like pumped? Or is it a hell's no? Am I, do I already know what it's going to be like? Like, is this person the type of person that like, they never rest on vacation? They have like a fucking full, like Clark Griswold itinerary every day. Like, what is it? Like, that sounds horrible to me. Like on vacation, I want to sit on the goddamn beach or at by the pool and I want to sun my tits and I want to drink fucking mojitos and I just want to like take naps and eat delicious food. And I want to see some shit, but it's like, I want to see it like slowly. <laughs> like I don't want to do 35 things in one day. And I know so many people are like Clark Griswold and that's not fun to me. So I will say hell no to that. Or like, you know, trying to think what else I would say, like, what's a hell's yes or hell's no. Like, some people ask me to do things for them, like, will you come and speak at my event? Or will you be on my podcast? Or will you, like, do this or do that? And I have to sit and say, is this a hell's yes or hell's no? And if it feels like a hell's no, I just politely decline. And then all of a sudden, the universe co-creates with you and co-conspires with you. And then all of a sudden, you're living in fifth dimensional reality because you have more time and you're just lighter and you're freer and you're living your core desired feelings because you're not doing a bunch of shit that makes you feel like shit. So anytime that you feel like shit, I know that I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but anytime you feel like shit, you have to remember you are doing shit 
that is keeping you in a three-dimensional reality, and it's not keeping you in Christ consciousness, and it's not keeping you in the fifth dimension, all right? Remember, you guys have this one precious human life. Are you going to live it wastefully, or are you going to live it wholly? And that is the question here. I hope that today inspired you to take the next step in your life to really exit the matrix and live life ambitiously. And I am looking so forward to seeing you, hopefully in real life, at one of my events, either at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club or virtually, because we have a lot of cool virtual stuff coming up as well. And um, don't forget to share this podcast with as many people as you know. Like it just, it is truly my mission. And I know a lot of you feel the same way as your mission to help others. And by sharing this podcast, and if you share it on your Instagram, like tag me in your stories, I would love to take part in a conversation with you. And I'm just grateful that each and every one of you just show up here week after week and you support the ambitious movement and you love me and I love you even if I don't know you in real life. Just the fact that you're here and you're listening, we are connected through space and time and energy and don't forget that. I love you guys and I will see you very soon and don't forget to stay in